Pastor Ugochuku Chibuzo Omome, and I'm here to bring the word of God to you wherever you are right now. In your rooms, in your kitchen, wherever you are, that God's word will transform you. God's word will give you direction. God's word will bless your lives. Today, I will be talking about having the tithe blessing. Having the blessings of tithe. There is a blessing upon tithe. There is a glory upon tithe. There is joy upon tithe. There are treasures upon tithe that you can have. That could be yours. Forever. If you only know how to Have them. It is not just paying the tithe. It's about knowing that you can have the blessings of the tithe. The word of God cannot lie. God is not the man that 
things should lie. He said he exalt his word above himself, above his name. There is a blessing in sight, and it's in the scriptures. I'm just going to use one scripture to explain to you that there is a blessing in Titan. But just knowing that there is a blessing in Titan can make you happy. I'm going to teach you practically how you can have heart blessings. Glory to God. blessings of Titan in your life would be an awesome experience that you may not recover from it because it is the abundance overflowing windows open that comes into you it affects every area of your life your home your bank account your place of work. It affects you in totality. Glory to God. Now I know that the Lord has been sad about tithing. A lot of people who call themselves New Testament believers or rather, the new age believers. They come up with half baked bread. I know in the New Testament, the Titan was not mentioned in the Go ye into the world and preach the gospel. Baptize them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. God did not send the apostles to go and preach the gospel. It was the job of their pastors to equip this now Christian new converts who have just believed in the Lord, the principles of God. And Titan is one of the principles of God. It was not the job of the apostles to do. So their epistles never had to record it because all that was in their mind was to get people saved. But the work of the pastor is to teach these people saved the principles of God. The undiluted God, word of God. Now I can surely prove to you that there is not in 60% exclusively of the evangelical 
philosophy in the New Testament, 60% of what is in the New Testament is obviously in the Old Testament. Glory to God. Praise God. Luke chapter 4 verse 5 says, I'm going to prove with you to with one scripture. It says, And Jesus answered saying, It is written that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. But by word, every word of God. Glory to God. You can find that in Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 3. It says, And he humbled thee, and suffered thee to hunger, and fed thee with manna, which thou knewest not. Neither did thy fathers know, that he might make thee known, that man doeth not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of the Lord doeth man live. You see that? This was Jesus telling the devil, that man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. But he did not say it orthodoxly. He said it because he had read it. He knew it. Because he knew the scriptures. That was why he was boldly to tell these sects, Pharisees and Sadducees, that they err because they know not the scriptures. Or rather, they are in error because they know not the scriptures. But this same Pharisees, this same sect, just like Apostle Paul were, we are learned of the scriptures thoroughly. And you can't be of this set if you're not intellectually sound with scriptures. How do I know? When Jesus was born and the, the wise man came to Herod, he said the king is born, the king of the Jews, and we have seen his star. And Herod summoned the high priests, the scribes, and told them, when will this be? And this sect of religious fellows said in Bethlehem, from there we have knowledge about the Jews, that we are able to discern where the king was to be born. But yet Jesus told them, even though you know the times, even though you know the scriptures, you still err because you know not the scriptures. So you may say Peter was not learned. <laughs> yeah, he was not a member of the class that used the scriptures for political reasons or economical reasons. So he's not learning. But let me let you know that every Jewish child is conversant with the script, with the Torah. 
Because from the age of eight, they are thoroughly taught by their fathers. It's like passing down an inheritance because that is the only inheritance that they can give to them first. The knowledge of the Torah. So Peter was aware. How do I can I have to I prove that? I can prove that by saying to you that when in the time of Jesus, did Jesus teach them the law of Moses? Or teach them the Torah? Because if you look at what Jesus was always saying that he was giving them what we call oral tradition. He was preaching. He was not teaching them the Torah. He was preaching. Not that the Torah was anyhow bad, but he was preaching. He was equipping them to preach salvation to him. But so how they know what he knew in Acts chapter 2 can we go there please Acts chapter 2 glory to God glory to God now, if you read from 2 verse to then 13, you hear about the Holy Ghost coming upon the, 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 the disciples. And a lot of people who were there had and confirmed that God is working. Now, verse 14 says, But Peter, standing up with the eleven, lifted up his voice and said unto them, Yea, men of Judea, and all ye that dwell at Jerusalem, be this known unto you, and hearken to my voice, to my words. For these are not drunken, as ye suppose, sin is but the third hour of the day. But this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joah. And it shall come to pass in the last day, said God, I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. And on my servants and on my head maidens, I will pour out in those days of my spirit, and they shall prophesy. How was Peter so conversant with the scripture that at a, at, at a time, at a moment, he could say that? Now, some of you will say the Holy Ghost is the scripture there. No, the Holy Ghost doesn't work like that. If you don't have anything there, the Holy Ghost doesn't It's familiar spirit that works that way. But the Spirit of God will hover up on the waters of your ground. That is the word of God. The spirit of God will hover upon the waters you have done. That is the word of God. The word of God is water. And make life out of it. So if you don't know the scriptures, in a certain part, the Holy Ghost can walk in that path. You limit God when you know less of the word of God. So you see, Titan was not abolished. Jesus said, I have not come to abolish the law. I have come to fulfill the law. The word there, fulfill, is to do what you could not do. It's to obey the laws like you couldn't do. Now, when I die, 
when I'm a sacrifice, when I'm a propitiation, when I'm an atonement for your sins, and you believe in me, you will be able to do all that Moses has said by the Spirit of God. You won't worship any other God. You won't steal, you won't kill. Because you have the Spirit of God inside of you. Because my Father has given it to you. Because you have believed that I died for you. You will not murder. You will live a righteous life that you were not able to live before in the time of Moses under the law. But because I have fulfilled it, you will live. So because of Christ in me, glory to God, I will be able to fulfill the scriptures. And tithing, they say, is part of the law. Because I'm in Christ, I can walk in tithing. I can walk by tithe. I can live by tithe. I can obey the tithe and principles. That is what some preachers don't, haven't come to discover yet. Because they are short-sighted. They are so driven with oral tradition that they don't come to understand the written tradition, which is the scriptures. Glory to God. What am I trying to establish here? I'm trying to establish that tithing is of God and not of the devil, neither of Moses. It is of God. For your own benefit. For your own benefit. For your own sake. It is a proof that you depend wholly on God. Malachi chapter 3 verse 10. Let's look at the blessings. Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse. What storehouse? Where God has declared to be his place of worship. That there may be meat in my house. Glory to God. And prove me now, here we said the Lord of hosts, if I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out the blessing, that there shall not be room enough to receive it. Now, this is a blessing when you pay your tithes. You say, Prove me now, here we. The world here proved you. It means try, examine. Scrutinize, test to make a trial. He said, he said, prove me now, Hewitt. Hewitt. Now, Hewitt here is the Hebrew word, Zezot. Prove me now this one. So when he said, prove me now, here we, he said, prove me now this one. This one means Titan. It's the Hebrew Concordus H2063. Maybe you could check that out. 
prove me now here this that this one said the Lord of hosts if I will not open the windows of heaven if so it's conditional you have to prove that thing the tight then the if becomes now if I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that there shall be not be that there shall not be room enough to receive it the word there blessing means bereka in the Hebrew number one definition of that is blessing number two source of blessing number three blessing prosperity blessing a gift present treaty of peace prosperity a gift a present so let's look at it here prove me now this one here with in Brandon said the Lord of hosts if I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a gift a prosperity the word the prosperity in means gifts material things that there shall not be room enough to receive so when you pay your tithe you prove God on it and God opens the windows of heaven and pour you an overflowing gift that your dwelling place no matter how many large your place will not it will not even be able to contain it Verse 11 says, And I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes, and he shall not destroy the fruit of your ground, and neither shall your vine cast. Glory to God. Neither shall your vine cast her fruit before the time of the field, said the Lord of hosts. Verse 12 says, And all nations shall call you blessed, and ye shall be a delightsome land, said the Lord of hosts. Now, this is the blessing spoken of, of tithing. And now, what I'm talking about is having the blessings of tithing. There is only one way after you have paid your tithe of seeing these blessings come to your come to pass, and that is your faith. Now, I know you believe in tithe. I know so many of you have been paying tithe. Some of you have paid tithe and even grown with paying tithe. Some of you have even lost hope in paying tithe because you don't understand how to get your blessing, the blessings of tithe. I know my father has been paying tithe for so long. He even paid my tithes. And I think he still paid my tithe up to today. That's how my father was. I pay tithes myself. But you see, to enjoy the blessings of tithing is not just believing. There's a proof that you believe. And that principle is faith. And, and I, I'm going to show you from the scriptures, Mark chapter 11, verse 24. It says a lot about having God's word. Now you see, Malachi 3.10 is God's word. Malachi 3.10. Is God's word on tithing and the blessings of tithing. Now, it is his promise 
not just a promise, he swore an oath. Kind of, if you pay your tithe, I do my own. Mark 11, 24. 20, read, read from 23. Read 20, from 23, 24. You see, how you get the word of God working for you it's not just believing that the word of God is true. You have to do something. And that is what we're going to see from the scriptures. It's not just about paying. Yeah, paying your time. You have proved all herewith. This one. Now, the, you need to understand that God also met his own back. And how he did that? He opened the windows of heaven. And he has poured in the gifts, the blessings, the presence, the prosperity. That as he said, your room won't be enough to contain. But you see, you have to establish your believing by doing something. And that is what I call absolute faith. That truly, you truly believe that the windows of heaven is open. You don't just pay your tithes and you go and sit there and that's it happens. God does not work like human beings. You receive like he receives. How did God receive? Remember the world was without word and God spoke the word and what he spoke came to be for he said it. He spoke it. In Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6, the Bible says there, it said the word came to be by the words of his mouth. In Romans, Apostle Paul said, speaking of Abraham, said of the, he said, he saying those things which be not as though the were. So you have to do the same thing the way God does is the same thing. Mark 11, 23 says, For very I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he said shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he said. Therefore I say unto you, What things soever ye desire, when ye pray, Believe that ye receive them and ye shall world have them. Therefore, very verse 23, I repeat again, he said, For very I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt on his heart, but shall believe that those things which he said shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he said. Now look at these two scriptures. You'll discover that believing was mentioned once in 23 and once in 24. But the same part was mentioned severally. We can count that. For verily I say one unto you that whosoever shall say two unto this mountain be thou removed and be cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart but shall believe one that those things which he said three shall come to pass 
he shall have whatsoever he said for four sins were mentioned in 23 verse 24 therefore i say unto you one thing soever ye desire one when ye pray believe that ye receive them ye shall have them glory to god so you can see the saying five and two believe if you combine 23 and 24 what is this scripture trying to tell us Here in 24, it says, believe that you have received it. God has said that when you pay your tithe, this is what will happen. What are you saying? You have to, to, to get these blessings of tithing, you have to say, oh yes. Even before you pay your tithe and after you pay your tithe, your mouth should be operative in saying, the windows of heaven is open. <laughs> because I have paid my time. And God has poured upon me a blessing, a gift, a present that I have no room enough to contain it, to receive it. But I receive it. Because I believe in my heart and I say it. And I keep on saying it, and I keep on saying it, that the windows of heaven is open. That is faith. No wonder James said, show me a man of faith. Without works, and I'll show you. A man with faith and works. There are two different things about that. The faith without works is the one who believes in the word of God. And doesn't say it. He doesn't say it. The one who has faith and with works is the one who believes. Just like God will say it. That is faith. Your faith isn't complete if you don't say it. It's not enough to believe that there is a blessing in tithing if you don't say the blessing when you pay your tithe. We scholars call it the prayer of faith. There are several kinds of prayer. The prayer of faith, the prayer of intercession, the prayer of consecration, the prayer of thanksgiving. This is the prayer of faith. When it comes to your material needs, you pray the prayer of faith. You don't beg God for what you need. You just obey by faith. The earlier scripture, the previous scripture before 23 in Mark 11. The B part says, have faith in God. If you read it from its original script, it says, have the, the God kind. So if you want to have your tight blessing, if you want to see the blessings of your tight, in the manner and way as God said it in the scripture, you will have to have the God kind of faith. You will have to what say. So, how do you have 
the blessings of Titan by saying the way God said it, even after you paid your tithe. When I'm going to pay my tithe, I always say, I'm proving God here with this one. This is my tithe. And the windows of heaven he has opened over me. And he has pulled down of me a blessing, a gift. As he said, there shall not be any room enough to receive it. So I keep on saying, when I drop the tithe on the altar, when I drop my tithe in the storehouse, when I drop, drop the tithe in his house, which he has consecrated to his name, your denominations, wherever you belong, your fellowship centers, the windows of heaven automatically open. But I'm aware, I believe, that the windows of heaven is open and the blessings have been poured out a gift has been poured out but I had to say my mouth has two words I agree with my heart if not you receive nothing that's the principle of faith glory to God Glory to Jesus. You have to say. The devourer is rebuked because I'm a tight. For my sake, God has rebuked the devourer. My fruits cannot be destroyed. <laughs> the fruits of my ground, the work of my hands. My vine will not cast her fruit before the time in the few. Nations call me blessed. For I am a blessed land, said the Lord of hosts. You have to say what God has said concerning tithing. Even if you have paid your tithing to receive the blessing. If you don't say anything, you don't get anything. You don't just go to the altar and drop your tithing and not say anything. Your pastor's prayer at that time is not enough. Your believing and your mouth saying what God has said in the word is enough. And if you look here, you won't see the priest or pastor being mentioned here. So it's not about the pastor, it's not about the priest. It's not about your fellowship center leader. It's about where he has consecrated his name to be. So if you are where God has consecrated his name to be, I encourage you to pay your tithe. But not just pay your tithe because you believe in tithe. I want you to align it with saying what God has said. That is how you get results in this life. Or possibly, as at now, maybe, 
You have been paying tight and you are listening to me. You have been paying tight and the tight is not working. That is what you say. It is because you are saying it is not working. Because you have what you say. Or you are having doubt in your heart. It will not work. But you need to believe and you say it. You say then believe then you have it. <laughs> Glory to God. But this is, you know, if you're paying your tithes, I want you to take a new approach to tithing from now on. When you go to the pulpit, when you transfer your tithe to the bank account that your denomination, your fellowship center would produce, and you are a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ, and you believe all I just said now, I want you to do it with faith. When you are putting your tithe on the altar, when you are transferring your tithe, you are saying, you are opening the scriptures, you are backing it with the scriptures. You go to Mark 3, verse 10, 11 and 12. I'm paying my tithe. I've proved God. Here with this one. I know that God has opened the windows of heaven. He has poured down the gifts out of heaven blessings upon me that I have no room enough to contain it. I'm having abundance. I believe and I say that the windows of heavens are open and the blessing has been poured out of heaven upon me, upon my storehouse, upon my house, upon my bank account and I'm receiving these gifts. I'm receiving prosperity that I have no room to contain whether I enlarge my course or not. Nations are calling me blessed. The devourer is rebuked for my sakes. My fruit shall not cast before the time in the field. You begin to say that. Now, don't stop saying it when you pick that. Continue saying it. Keep on saying God's word concerning Titan, the blessings of Titan, and you shall have it. And I pray that the Holy Spirit will illuminate your heart to understand God's word as it has come to you in the precious name of Jesus I pray and if you're here you're, and if you're hearing me and, the, and you have not received the Lord as your personal Lord and Savior you've not received the your life the God kind of life. You've not received the life of God. The Bible said, He knocks at the door of your heart. Open, so I may come in. That I may give you rest and peace. For I am the, the way the truth and life. And no one goeth to the Father. No one has a relationship with the God that created heaven and earth without two. And if you want to say yes to Jesus, I want you to say this prayer of salvation. Lord Jesus, I believe in you. I say yes to your Lordship. I say you are my Savior. Thank you because I know I am saved. Satan, take your hands off my life. I submit unto Christ. I submit unto God. 
In Jesus' name, I pray. Now you are saved. God bless you. And if you may have questions concerning the subject we talked about, you can contact me on my email account, livingego.mega at gmail.com. You can send me a test, you can send me an email, and I will respond. God bless you. Have a wonderful year.